Welcome to the podcast, Jeff Kelly, backstage Ben. The uh, the new if you, if you've yet to check out last week's episode. So it's uh, the structure is uh, we give you a little bit of chit chat off the off the beginning, yep. and then we lead you into some of our favorite moments from mm-hmm. the past week. Reloaded, yeah, loaded. Wouldn't that be fun right now? That would be fun right now. Well, we, that's something that we actually talked about though too. Yes. Is this uh, safety shots? So it, it, it's a new drink. We'll get you the uh, the audio and the conversation from earlier in the show, recording uh, midweek. But it's this new groundbreaking beverage that basically it just squashes your buzz. It's it's gone. It's a so they call it a nutraceutical that has a bunch of vitamins in it, nootropics, those kind of things, and. Apparently, the science is that it forms a protective layer around your stomach, which prevents the residual alcohol absorption. So as a not scientist, that sounds like it checks out. You know, that sounds convincing. I don't know that it'll work. I've never had we've there was a we were at an event at one point where people were handing out pills that were supposed to. It was like a hangover cure sort of thing. Yeah. Nothing has ever worked. Nothing like. As somebody who has attempted almost all of these <laughs> possibilities, <laughs> these alternatives, nothing works. And if this one is one that works, I couldn't tell because I, I read the same article that you sent. And I don't think it said anywhere whether you take it before or after. You would think, as you said, that it does like protect the stomach from yep. for, further absorption. But it does say residual absorption, which makes me believe you get drunk, you take one of these... You won't keep getting drunk off of what you've had. It speeds up the process of uh, of getting over your hangover. Yes, and, and but also in breaking down your blood alcohol content. Yeah. So they, we did get one text that basically said, so if you're going to be a drunk driver, you take this, you're drunk, you just had 12 drinks over the past three hours, you drink this, you get pulled over. And you're like a 0.01 on the breathalyzer. Right. Is that how that works? Like it, it's sketchy. I'm, that's where I always think, you know, these things have always been kind of tamped down on. Yes. Because it, it does it really, you can say it's for your own health the next day and all that. But I feel like a lot of people are just going to use it so they can start driving as soon as they're right. at the bar. And please, please don't let that be the no, reason why you use not. it. No. If you've got f- enough money to go out and get tuned, how do you not have 40 bucks to get home? Number one, man. That's it's ridiculous. Thing. Don't, don't bring your car. I know there's the accidental. You're over at a friend's place. You get into a couple of cocktails you didn't intend to, and then you get after it. But I don't buy the BS of... I d- I've never have, and I just don't. And I honestly, I am highly critical. I think you're a f***ing asshole <laughs> if you decide that, yeah, That's I'm going to drink and drive. I, I think that is so beyond selfish... I struggle. I have lit up friends in this, and it's the I won't push back. There's no excuse. There's absolutely no reason for this because here it is. It's how many times, whether you have talked to a police officer, you've got one in your family, they go to accidents, they're picking body parts up because someone was drunk and they killed someone who was completely innocent going to work, coming home from their part time job. As it has pa- shaken up whole communities. Oh, as a parent, it. It aches me every day. My eldest gets in a car, whether it's to go to school, she has part-time jobs, sometimes not home until 9.45 at night. Well, that's still early enough for people to be in one. Oh, absolutely, yeah. And out of something so selfish like that, it's... I I can't can't stomach. Same thing if you're getting high. You like edibles, you like weed. Good on you. Have fun. 
stay where you're at. That's one of my favorite things about either getting drunk or high yeah. is that means that my responsibility of driving is gone. It's eliminated. I, and I've done that. How many times have I, oh, should we go, like, should we go to this party or should we? Nope. Mm-hmm. I, I've had too much. I can't drive. I, if you really want to go, sure. Like an Uber, a cab, whatever. That's fine. That gets you around. I walk. We we did a three-kilometer oh, yeah. walk one night, just a little too into one, and it was the most pleasurable and hilarious experience we'd had. In, it was like we were sober enough to remember we did it. Oh, yeah, for sure. We That used to be our power move. Now, that was, uh, there were those magical couple of weeks in the summer where we don't have the kids because we were able to ship them off to various grandparents at the same time. Yeah. But it was a couple of years ago. We were done at a party. It was like 1230, maybe 1 a.m., and a lot of people stayed over at this party. Some people you know, had a DD or whatever, and we're mm-hmm. like, no, we're going to walk. And it's like across town. Now, town being St. Thomas, so it's not <laughs> yeah. that far. A <laughs> couple of power centers. <laughs> yeah, <in there. laughs> yeah, exactly. But in the summer, Backstage Sarah and I had the best walk because it was your giggly we were fascinated by the bark on a tree, <laughs> you know, and yes. then, and it was great. And then the next morning again, we're like, that was actually a lot of fun. Now we have to drive back and get our car, <laughs> you know, right. but it's still, I mean, there's, we have, you and I have been in, in countless taxis and Ubers and we always have a fun conversation with the what driver. Was the last one we were with Laura, we were coming from an event. Briar, I think. Yeah, it was, yeah, the, it was the Briar, Briar in London. What yeah. was the noise? Was it like a door ding, remember? It and was a, uh, a seatbelt, wasn't yeah, it? But it? Yeah, but no, because we all three of us had seatbelts. I think he had it on. There was something and we're eight minutes into the drive and it's like, <laughs> excuse me, sir, I think your seatbelt, something was going on and <laughs> yeah. he explained that it was a sensor. <laughs> yeah, that's But right. it was just ding, nonstop. Ding. We... For 18 minutes, could not stop laughing. <laughs> and, I, and those are the memories. And uh, I don't know that we brought any joy to the driver, but no, absolutely not. Us. He yeah. hated that fare and and <laughs> was like, "Why am I doing this?" And yeah. I get it, but yeah. man, I've I've talked about it the show. I'm at that age now where you know you as soon as you kind of you complain with something, you get the you know the angry grumpy dad. But no, I'm a 44 year old person that I think it's a dinkhead move to be a raging. Hole uh, yeah, in uh, in a vehicle yeah. that like the the street racing thing. Look, I'm on the highway, buck twenty five. Set my cruise and go. Am I in that left lane only to pass? I'm a middle lane guy. Yep. yep. I, there's nothing. There's nothing that involves me enough that I need to get there in that kind of urgency. There's. It's just not. It doesn't exist. It's a. It's a level of, and I don't know if it's ego or self importance or what it is, but that's always my thing. And anytime I see somebody absolutely flying by us anywhere. It's always like, oh, look, kids, somebody way more important than any one of us on the road mm-hmm. has to be somewhere. And obviously, dripping with sarcasm, you know, like there's, I, and, but it's the same with what makes you think mm-hmm. you're better than just, it's not, I'm not even considering the law, considering just physics. People. Yeah. Your whole body, everything you've just done goes against getting behind a wheel. And why do you think it's okay for you to do all those things and then also still get behind? Yeah, we're mush, man. Like we oh, don't, Lord. we don't take walls, poles, other vehicles very well. We're right? mush. Your brain gets mushier in that. Obviously, like we don't need to, we don't need to be too preachy about this, yes. I guess. But like, just my reaction time is horrible <laughs> after I've had a few drinks. Now my darts and my pool game get a lot better. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> even my, uh, even my curling, or my, yeah, my curling. Yeah. When we were at the, you're great, I'm crushing it. Yeah, <laughs> absolutely. <laughs> I get it. Yeah, I get it. But it's, it's, yeah, it's heartbreaking with like street racing and then the DUIs, the yeah. fact that laws aren't more strict. I, I can't wrap my head around it with policymakers, why they're still not there. Um, I don't know. Maybe it's, they've got friends that get into it and I, I don't know. You, I, you can't help but think, is it, is it a, 
a ticket situation? Is it where we're making money on tickets? Is it where... I don't know. I... Big booze? <laughs> Is there something about big booze there? Who knows? Again, way smarter people than oh, yeah. I to, yeah, yeah. to investigate and lean into that. Uh, okay, so let's continue on a few other little nuggets that yes. we have at the show. This is wild. This is so Ocean's Eleven. Um, <laughs> maybe we'll feed a little music underneath on this of, of Ocean's Eleven. And if uh, you... Yeah. So going back to April, you, you must have heard this story at least once, and then maybe you've kind of forgotten about it. Air Canada... They have cargo flights. Not every cargo flight is a cargo plane. Sometimes they'll just put stuff in the cargo hold of a plane. Yep. Uh, so this was over on a big 777 plane because they also, it's kind of part of the camouflage of who would put gold on a regular commercial <laughs> plane. So in total, it was uh, from Zurich to Pearson out of uh, Switzerland, 881 pounds of gold. That's 24 gold bars worth $21 million. Then it was almost 3 million bucks of Canadian cash. That weighed, It was a cube that weighed 116 bucks. Basically, the story is, with a fake way bill, one guy was able to go into the truck, boom, pick it up, and go. So now they're fighting in court on whose fault it is. And seeing some of the documents, which you'll hear in this, this conversation yeah. we put in, it's wild. And Air Canada, it's like they've got one plan for all lost luggage and or gold. Like, it's the same statement. Yeah, and the statement is, it's your fault. I, yeah. You know, it is a, I think both parties are at fault in that Air Canada, obviously security procedures did not go the way they should have. Right. And again, we'll get into that more. But then the other thing is, Brinks, what the hell's wrong with you putting that kind of money on an Air Canada flight? I would, like, Brinks Air or something, you need to have a flying vault of some sort. I, it, it does strike me as odd that they leaned into a commercial service for that. So I've chased this a little bit, Benny. It's actually really common. You'd be surprised sure, with yeah. the value of goods uh, and, and gold and currency that just gets shipped around on airplanes, right? It's it's in locked and sealed containers. I so until you, Oh, yeah. Until you see a way bill, you Air usually... Air ocean. Mm, how about that? Maybe. Okay. Uh, but yeah, you've got to give a listen to the story. As mentioned, it comes up in a few minutes, but it's just wild on how this is all played out. Um... Oh, are we going to include the outer space thing? Because I, I think we definitely should. Yeah, absolutely. Think of all the science that they, that has gone on with the International Space Station. It's uh, when did it go up? Was it ninety nine? It started with a, just a, like a small, uh, like a modular capsule. There were only two pieces. One was Russian, one was American, and then they've just essentially added on to uh, ISS and yeah, it was ninety nine, okay. ninety eight, ninety nine. Okay, good. What a guess. Yeah. So it oh, was to November twenty. Oh my goodness. Two days ago was its anniversary, hey. 1998. It was uh, a 15-year project. Yep. And it was going to be from plant life to, well, we'll do tissue samples of astronauts and so much because you'd be surprised. Like, this is a Neil deGrasse Tyson. I heard it and went, holy crap. The things in our everyday lives you don't even think about oh, yeah. thanks to science mm -hmm. where he went, electric, uh, electric drill was made for As astronauts. Was, yeah, You're yeah. Like, Oh my God. Can't We're, plug it in and then have the cord running outside the escape hatch. Right, yeah. right. <laughs> who, who doesn't either have a cordless drill or even uh, the cordless screwdriver? Now, For sure. Right? Yeah, so yeah. even a, a lighter version of it. Yep. So science in space is important to our everyday, you know, common person life. Mm -hmm. <laughs> There's a big issue now of uh, this whole, hey, we've got to colonize Mars. We have to go beyond Earth just based on the fact that we f***ed it up. Yeah, well, yep. and it won't yep. be here forever. The understanding is we're about 500 million years and then... The, the sun, things aren't, aren't it's going to run out, it's going to burst, there's going to be a mess. Okay, that, that's, yeah. that's loose Jeff talk uh, compared to uh, scientists. 
We're so, just moving one planet down the line. Right? Right? <laughs> yeah. Your house is a dump. Go to your neighbor's. <laughs> but erectile dysfunction. Oh, yeah, I know. They, oh, they've just discovered and realized now, oh, this is a problem. I don't know if there could be any more of a, a phallic troll job than, than space itself. How do you get to outer space? Giant penis. <laughs> how does all the supplies get to space? Wiener. Yeah, like, that, that's, true. <laughs> that's how it is. That's how it rockets, is. Yeah, yeah. And now they're going, oh boy, this is, this is not good because they have no idea outside of a, maybe a pill that would that work. But I don't even know, again, with space, how that's going to be because there is uh, blood flow related issues, right? It's a little bit harder for your heart to pump yes, without gravity. Yeah. So we'll follow this, but you have to, this article we got into, it was like, what is this all about? The tens of billions of dollars and no one thought about that. Um, we will also put in for you a conversation about if you are looking to get out of a bad mood early in the oh, day. Oh yeah. Yeah. 90 seconds to change it. So the origin stories, ASICS, the, the running shoe company, they put this together, hired a super big brain music producer and a poet. They took in tens of thousands of, of kind of what's your motivation? What do you, what do you think of when you're low or you're down and you need to pick yourself up? They put this all together. I feel like they use some AI to run all the metrics. Perhaps. And they've deemed it the best 90 seconds of your life. Hey, yo. <laughs> and it will change your mood. It, it will get you back on that path of uh, some positivity and drive. Maybe to go for that run. Maybe to go to the gym. Maybe just to get up and do some things uh, around your place. Mm-hmm. Listen to it. Be curious. Send us a note. It could be on DMs. Oh, uh, use that little voice thing back at us, too. Yeah, yeah. That works. We haven't yeah. checked the inbox in a little bit. I so. lost the password. <laughs> okay. Well, we'll, we'll find the password. But, yeah, we'll, we'll find check it. that we'll inbox. Listen. Yeah. Uh, so those, some of the conversations that uh, we'll be having. What else? I had. There's one more that I wanted to throw in. Uh, hold on. It's been a busy week already. Oh, yeah. Showering. How do you shower? Oh, yeah. Not not the, like, soap, body wash conversation. It's a temperature issue. Yep. Again, didn't think of it, but it does make sense this time of the year. Mm -hmm. I, I always run a hot shower. I'm just a, I'm a cold-blooded person. Got this thing called bradycardia, so I got a low resting heart rate. Right. Doesn't move warm blood around my body. When you beat about 40 beats a minute, you're cold. So yeah, I start my day off with a nice hot shower. I uh, could be doing it all wrong. The, uh, the number, and this is both of us, I'm not, I'm not, I'm calling both of us out in this case, mm -hmm. the amount of times that we'll text each other, <laughs> you're going to run a few minutes late, that shower really caught up Oh, yeah. <laughs> it and it's always, drive safe, buddy. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Been there. Yeah. <laughs> love it. Love it. So that's uh, a little bit of the uh, the DNA of uh, the podcast. We will have dear friends uh, pop on by. Include, we're going to sure. get Dr. Carlin Costa back, our, our resident sexologist. Yeah, I missed the last one, and that was such a juicy, uh, it was a hot mess hotline, I think. We yeah, had, wasn't it? yeah, she's so good. That's kind of the uh, the idea. Her schedule's really full with opening uh, her brand new clinic slash facility, mm -hmm. so we're super pumped for that. But we're, we're going to have her back in, the, in a matter of a couple of weeks. Nice going into the holidays because you're going to spend a higher concentration of time with the people you love. It's true. Or um, away from. Yeah. Yeah. And not without issues. So it's nice to have <laughs> a professional. We can ask some questions. You can uh, jump in too and then get some answers for someone who's trained in it. Not just uh, your Aunt Marie who's got an idea <laughs> or two. But uh, otherwise, that is it. Uh, enjoy uh, the next 20 minutes or so. Thanks so much for, for being a part of the podcast and checking in. Uh, also listening to the show uh, Monday to Friday. It does mean a lot to Benny and I. And uh, love you so much. We'll chat real soon. Bye-bye. Virgin Mornings. Weekdays, 530 to 10. And available on demand with the free iHeartRadio app or wherever you get your podcasts. I did not know that. I did not know that. I did not know that. TikTok for the win again. 
maybe you've seen it. Really got a lot of traction over the weekend as life slows down a little bit for most. And does anything beat either the Saturday late morning or Sunday morning post-fun night long hot shower? Oh, brilliant. Just let all your bad decisions melt right off of you. And you also try to solve otherworldly problems. That's mm-hmm. what you do in the shower. Mm-hmm. Turns out we potentially are doing it wrong in the sense that that hot shower is way too hot. Board certified dermatologist going, oh, for the record, if you like a hot shower, you get it, understand it. You know, a nice warm blanket. However, a lot of people are going too hot. If you go too hot... Very easily, so so in her words, quote, excessively hot water can destroy natural oils that keep your skin moisturized. So think about it. You use a body wash, you've got that loofah going, and then you get out after you dry off and you're a little bit, you got the itchies. Yeah. It's less. right out. Exactly. It's less, it's, it's that combination of that heat and that soap combining together, and there's where the itchies live. Um, causes redness, irritation that can linger for the course of the day, damages your hair, not applicable for me. <laughs> How hot have your showers been? Right? <laughs> and you can even pass out if exposed too long. Wow. Right? Low resting heart rate, a little too warm. Yeah. This is a little dizzy. Hold on. Let me just hold this railing. Thump. I, I think comparatively, I do not take crazy hot showers. A little bit of a sensey. I've got some, you know, my pale white ginger skin. Yeah. Yeah. Uh... I have walked into a bathroom after it's been used, and it's like just a fog machine has exploded yes. within there, you know? I don't get that when I walk out of the shower, though. I'm not a cold shower, but I'm certainly not the, like, steam just pouring out sort of thing. Right, right, right. I've also been told repeatedly I have very good skin, and people ask me what I use, and I, my reply is always, whatever's on sale. <laughs> <laughs> Sometimes it's a sometimes it's a shampoo conditioner, and then there's a body wash on the side. Sometimes it's like one of those ten in ones, you know. Right. <laughs> <laughs> you can you can wash, you can rinse, you can lube, you can whatever. <laughs> clean the bathroom when you're done. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> Mirrors, everything, toilets. Yeah. 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 <laughs> exactly, and it works. <laughs> Hot water, though, is is the root of, you just got to be careful. They're worried about what we do to our epidermis and then subsequently the dermis, too. Because yeah. if it's too hot, you're causing some lasting issues. I hear all of this, but I am the guy that jimmy-rigged my hot water tank. My The hot water comes out at 104. So if you don't pay attention, oh, you're going to yeah. get burnt. You'll know, yeah. it's. I'm always cold. Talk about low resting heart rate, always cold. In the summer, cold. Winter, cold. Hot showers, we're not alone. I'm going to stay in this club. You want to join me, please. And in this, join you, pardon me. (laughs) I mean, what an offer. (laughs) (laughs) Might have come out a little wrong. In a moment, we're going to give you a 90-second audio piece that could change your day and put you in a better mood. So it was commissioned by uh, Asics, the, the shoe company. And they they hired a poet and a music producer. So they for them it was we need the words and the sounds to come together that are going to inspire people. Then the the, the poem, the artist, took submissions from close to forty thousand people on what inspires them. Oh, fun. So massive sample size. They put a lot of money into it. A couple little notes for you. 
There's an instrumental track that plays underneath. It's 111 hertz, which is supposed to help produce endorphins when you okay. hear it. Nice. So maybe you woke up, just you, you have a case of the grumps. It happens. doesn't matter your age. Sometimes you wake up and you're in a mood. Maybe you got absolutely dominated last night in fantasy football. Thank you. Yep. Okay. That could be a thing. You wake up. And Various it's reasons. Bad. Yeah. Yeah. So if you're driving, this may be tough. But if you're not and you have the ability, can you sit down, whether it's in the kitchen, even at work, just sit down, close your eyes, 90 seconds, listen to this, and then you're going to text us to see if it changed anything at all. It can feel gloomy in here. The overwhelm, the sleepy sludge. Fighting off the thought of just for a day giving up. Screaming, give me a break. Why can't waking up be enough? Breaking up with faking thoughts of everything is fine, thanks. Because it's not. Being human is tough. I need time to show myself some love. I want to shake my body until it releases tiny voices that sing songs my head can shake off. I want to bathe in the commotion. I want to become the very notion of a transformation. I am every ounce, stretch and bounce of feeling. I am the crowd of my mind's elation. Showing myself with every minute that what I never thought possible, even this morning, will keep on shifting. With the bass thump of my heart, with the pace of my feet, all of this meets in my mind. Nothing feels better than this brilliance, than this healthy, empowered, committed moment. Well called Nothing Feels Better. Hmm. <laughs> How's your mood, Benny? Uh, the music was good. As it get like, it's yeah. that swell. It kind of gets you going. Um, the, I don't know if it's a poem so much as like PR statements. Right. It felt more just like marketing to me than like a poem. Oh, it's, the text that says, Cockney accent makes me angry. <laughs> oh, wow. Really? <laughs> Not the intent. Oh, huh, No. Hey, oh, hey, Crystal feels better. Yeah, what, read it out. I feel better. Uh, somebody else saying, oh, wow, okay. Uh, somebody saying, have a real uh, crap go lately. I'll tell you what, this actually started helping when it validates your feelings. Love that. Okay. See, somebody just saying it's depressing. It starts that way. Yeah. But I think that's kind of the way, like, this is how you get out of it. Right? Interesting. Somebody also saying it gave them anxiety. Oh, another depressing. Well... Kind of goes pay, all over the place. Yeah, yeah. They, they paid a half million dollars for it, so can't win them all. <laughs> <laughs> over underdressed, and how fine is that line? Now, often it can be at the fault of the person or people that have invited you, and they're not super clear in the instructions, and they leave it up to the old assumption game. Ah, yes. One of my favorite moments takes me back to when I was living at Ottawa. Our neighbors across the road were the best. They were busy. They were those go, go, go people all the time. Like full-time jobs, three kids, but they activity palooza. Oh, they couldn't yes. sit still. I know the type. So your buddy Andre starts, he starts learning karate at 32 years old. Like, hey, get after it. It was the first martial arts. They did like a the holiday mixer, call it what Fun, it is, yeah. at a restaurant. So he's, <laughs> he's 
hey, uh, so what's the dress code? Just throw on a nice shirt was what they were saying at at the dojo. Okay. So here's the, okay, nice shirt. So he shows up. So here's what he wore. Nice jeans. I'm looking at the photo on his Facebook. Nice jeans, a knit sweater, a collared shirt. So he's thinking it's like that casual, smart, casual stuff. Okay, yeah. Yeah, he gets there. People are wearing suits and cocktail dresses. What? Oh, he was given bad info. Really was. Yeah. It, thanks to Sensei Steve. Like, yeah, <laughs> thanks a lot. <laughs> Come on. You got- yeah. I don't like that. I, I never know what business casual means also. <laughs> Anytime that's brought up, I, I say, like, is business casual, is that... You're looking to impress somebody, <laughs> or it's not jeans, not it's jeans, not jeans, yeah, not a, jeans. A business casual look. I I do have a bad sense of well, fashion in general, I guess. But I there have been the odd time where I've come in even in the mornings, yeah. and everybody asks me, "Do you have a job interview somewhere?" <laughs> because I right? just I, I wear a shirt that's either just too fancy or fancier than I generally wear. Once again, I'm, I'm wearing a band T-shirt right now, so rightfully so. That's the average, yeah. But there is, then there have been the times where I have to go buy something because I'm mm-hmm. way underdressed for something that's about to happen. The amount of last minute articles of clothing I've bought, especially in the past seven years, okay. oh, buddy. So that's good. This kind of unintentionally transitions. I will, so there, there's a brunch for a friend coming up in a few weeks on a Sunday. I have clothes in my closet. I have, you've seen it. I've, I've got jeans. I've got the mid-level business casual. I've yeah. got, I have a three-piece suit. I will still very likely troll the mall, some retail discount stores to find, quote, something to wear. Yeah. I don't know where this comes from. Uh, no. It's like this yeah. anxiety of, I, I, I have to figure this out. I, I, I couldn't be seen again in the same thing. No. Who, who's remembering? Nobody. I don't even remember what I wore to the last function. In the age of, and I'm dealing with this, I have a wedding coming up this weekend, and I have two nice wedding shirts. Yeah. But anytime we post on Instagram at a wedding, I'm wearing one of those two shirts. <laughs> if ever it comes up, you know how sometimes they'll do, like they'll make scrapbooks of various events. If they're yeah. able to algorithm, here's you at the past seven weddings. It's going to be just rotating those two shirts. Right. <laughs> right. I'm with you. That's why Instagram, it's patchy on purpose. Yeah. Yep. Oh, why is business casual not jeans in my office with a blazer and nice shirt? See, now here we go. That's just it. That's just it. When I, my first radio job, jeans were not allowed in the building. Oh, really? Whether you are on air, whether you, like, obviously we do have, like, sales staff and that sort of thing. They're always generally in suits or nice wear to go out and impress. Jeans were, there was a dress code for the radio station that I worked at. And I remember telling my brother-in-law, who was a boss in another station, and he said, <laughs> I haven't worn anything other than jeans in 12 years. <laughs> yeah. The no hard pants rule. So what, was yeah. it jogs or was it full-on dressy? No, no. It, it was, was a like business slacks. Cash? Yeah. Oh. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Did you get graded on how many pleats near those yeah, pockets? <laughs> <laughs> this is good. We have an update on the story that we got to midsummer. Air Canada firing back in a lawsuit. They're going uh, back and forth with Brinks. Oh, about the heist. Oh, the heist. Brinks saying that, yo, Air Canada, we uh, we paid you a lot of money for you to transport $23.8 million in gold and cash from Zurich, Switzerland to Toronto. Where's our stuff? 
In a statement of defense, Air Canada goes, whoa, 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 whoa. We reject each and every allegation in your suit, uh, saying we fulfilled uh, our carriage contract and deny any improper or careless conduct. What? Uh, yeah. <laughs> so Briggs said an unidentified individual gained access to the Air Canada cargo warehouse. Statement claims that Air Canada's warehouse staff then handed over 881 pounds of gold <laughs> in the form of 24 gold bars worth $21 million plus $2.7 million Canadian. When I mean in a giant cube of banknotes that weighed 116 pounds, they claim Air Canada was negligent and failed to follow through on the appropriate security measures. You're telling me uh-huh. I can't go to Canada Post to pick up three records that are sent to my workplace rather than my home place. And this guy just shows up <laughs> and gets how much? $28 million? $23.8 million. $23.8 million. In, in cash gold and gold bars. And cash. <laughs> <laughs> wow. Uh, yes, I'm saying those things, Benny. Holy. So here's the timeline. Okay. Plane landed just before 4 p.m. on a yeah. drizzly Monday. Okay. Then the cargo was taken over to the glass-walled Air Canada warehouse on site at roughly 5.50 p.m. Retrieved by the mysterious thief who showed up 45 minutes later, filled up the transport truck, and was gone. Did this thief look like George Clooney or Brad Pitt? Potentially. I wonder. Or so, Matt Damon. <laughs> so, yeah, right? so he, here's kind of the end of this. It's still going on. No one wants to pay either side. Brinks is like, uh, you lost it. Air Canada said, well, it's your fault. You didn't hear. Air Canada is saying that uh, you didn't pay the appropriate fees for the extra security measures. What? Yes. Brinks so just gave it to anybody. <laughs> Brinks argues going, whoa, 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 whoa. The way bill. So basically, this the thief had a fake way bill. If you've ever yeah, done yeah. any sort of shipping, like yeah. what are the contents? Uh, what's the value? All of that. Well, they... This person had a fake waybill, and and they they snuck it out. Brink said, well, here's a copy of the waybill, and we did pay a premium, and it was clearly marked as banknotes and gold bars on the top of the paperwork with special supervision is requested, valuable cargo. Air Canada said they didn't pay the proper fees to get that service. Unbelievable. Air Canada going with, it's not our fault. We gave your product to the wrong person. (laughs) (laughs) Wow. Wow. Man. This is the most Air Canada thing that Air Canada has ever done. It's crazy. (laughs) My question is, what kind of aeroplane points you get on a transaction like that? (laughs) I just, I'm... Without words, that's unbelievable. It, of course, they they don't want to have to pay that kind of money. We well, get it. No, but you don't have. You think there's a better excuse than not our fault? <laughs> not us. We didn't do it wrong. Wrongly. <laughs> that guy was good, convincing. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> not our fault. I did not know that. I did not know that. I did not know that. Colonizing Mars, further deep space exploration. It's talked about, it's funded, it is, it's definitely a thing. With all the research that they've been doing at the International Space Station, for what was to be only 15 years, we've now, what, 25 years and counting, or cl- close to be, soon to be 25 years. Um, how did you miss this one? 
A new study finds that male astronauts will likely face challenges with sexual performance after returning to Earth due to effects of, <laughs> effects of cosmic radiation and weightlessness. So going to outer space gives you ED. What? Remember when we had uh, Commander Chris Hadfield in the podcast? Yeah. Didn't mention that. No, I didn't think to ask. <laughs> it never came up. <laughs> you can't gloss it over by saying how beautiful it is and then forget something like that. No. Cosmic radiation is something that I continually forget about any time I think of how awesome space is and like how cool it would be to be right? up there. You forget the dangers. Yeah, there are a lot of dangers. Absolutely. They just ran some tests on rats and uh, they indicated that even relatively low doses of galactic cosmic radiation and to an extent uh, simulated weightlessness could result in long-term erectile issues. So not a temporary thing. Oh my. Well, guess I'll just keep looking at those pictures from uh, James Webb <laughs> and appreciating it from afar. Right? Yeah. And what does science do? They taunt us with rockets in the shape of. <laughs> oh, really make it up for something <laughs> right? there. Yeah. My goodness. <laughs> what do you mean it's bigger and yeah. stronger? <laughs> really? That's, that's what you want to talk about? Wow. So this, yeah. Uh, they're saying as little as four weeks in outer space. and this That's all it takes? Yep. Yep. It's a six-month trip at this point to Mars. Elon's words, not mine. Okay. Yeah, I really? uh So how do we get around this? That's my next ask. Science. So we're gonna colonize Mars and then not be able to populate it while we're up there. <laughs> <laughs> well, we didn't die on Earth at least. No, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it all wrapped up on Mars. <laughs> Damn you science. Really? It's, uh, you forgot one little thing, but uh, you'd be like, be, yeah, somebody's going to be working on this. <laughs> <laughs> forgot one thing. A very average thing, mind you. 